0: Good evening, everybody, and I was gonna say welcome to another exciting episode, everyone is Jonas, but that's not what we're doing here. This is the first episode of Cave Goblin Radio, you probably saw episode zero on our extra life last year, Um, but now we're we're doing it in actuality, I'm just familiarizing myself with turning off the uh, sound effects, and I've got a guest today, uh, Mr. Tristan Wheeler.
1: Hello, everybody, it's good to be here on... I didn't, for some reason, I, I guess the zero I thought was number one. So I, it's wild to be, uh, hey, thanks for having me on number one. Number
0: one, yeah. Let's see if we can top this. Um, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we'll it's going to be downhill
1: from here on out. Uh, yeah,
0: mate, let's see if, like, we can raise for ourselves no charity as much as you raised on your recent Radio Pizza Party stream.
1: Oh, eh, yeah, 4,600 bucks. For oh, Weba 400
0: off. So I've got a pay you 400 if i want to give you a tattoo
1: (laughs) well i think me and jack are i think we're kind of we might we might uh i don't know if we're gonna go because originally xanthia uh offered stick and pokes so i think but Mm. we might go for the professional route but i think we're gonna do it next time okay when when jack visits me in uh in toronto or vice versa when i come to vancouver so i think i think it's imminent yeah that makes sense when when it happens who you, knows you
0: don't want to be getting charity tattoos on the amateur circuit like who knows what could happen yeah,
1: yeah and uh i mean jack I, I i was fine with it but jack was like no nah, don't well, trust her no
0: jack doesn't know me we haven't met before. <laughs> no i'm
1: kidding you didn't say that but you were thinking of
0: getting uh, a pizza slice yes is that is that still the uh the i think that's
1: going that's thing? still that's still the plan I know originally we said on our butts, but I think John Cullen, when he came on the stream, did a, a, a good job no, of
0: he, he's the real, just meeting of that. He's the real wrench in the works here. As he soon is. as I heard him start saying that, being the old fuddy-duddy teacher, and saying, Oh, <laughs> no, guys, you're going to regret having a tattoo. I have what? How many tattoos do I have, Talia? I think I have eight. I don't regret any of them
1: um but are any on your butt if you don't mind my asking
0: no they're not but i would put one on my butt i would for sure do it um yeah maybe you've already
1: done tattoos right what's that i was saying you've already done you you have eight tattoos butts like eh. but like i do think having having the first one on the butt I feel like having it visible might be kind of cool potentially i don't know this is all yeah this is all debates that you know if we people have been debating this for till the beginning of time and they're going to continue to for all of history of where to 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 put first
0: tattoo jesse (laughs) uh in chat says i had a friend who got a rush tattoo on his ass for a radio contest did he win the rush tattoo for the radio contest what was the
1: rush was it just the logo as well that's something as a a big rush fan i'm curious what the rush tattoo was
0: i'd like to hear that as well while we're waiting for that curlytop.com says i'm getting a tattoo of a fridge on my calf because my legs are built like fridges that's awesome Hell yeah. That's
1: awesome. That's, That's very powerful. body positive.
0: It is. Yeah. Um as a as a rectangular person myself, I can uh definitely um <laughs> I can definitely relate. But we're talking about this this charity stream you did. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that? Yes.
1: For sure. Yeah. So um uh, me and me and Jack, the aforementioned Jack, had a radio show um for about three ish years. Uh, three and a bit years on CITR in Vancouver, CITR 101.9 FM. And it was Radio Pete's Party. So it was kind of like a, it's kind of a similar thing to this. You know, I was having guests. It was maybe a little more like bits. I don't know. Hey, who knows what this turned into? But it was a very bit heavy show. And um, uh, on the 6th, I'm now flying to Toronto. So we've decided we should, for our last show, we should have some sort of, um, we should have, do some sort of event. And we just came up with a stream, and then we came up with a Charity Stream, and then um, WAVA, who's an organization that obviously does some some great work in Vancouver for survivors of sexual violence. Um, we picked them, and we did the stream for 12 hours on August 15th, and yeah, raised 46 4600 bucks all together, which is absolutely nuts. I think this is we both were like, oh, 500, but like. Well, originally we were like, I put 700 and my girlfriend's like, oh, that's a bit steep. Maybe you should just go for 500. And I was like, ah, oh, yeah, I guess, you know, I don't want to be like embarrassed that we don't reach 700. And yeah, so we blew that right out of the water. So that was super awesome. I was like, still, I didn't think about it. It's it's, it's crazy.
0: A big shout out to that. Uh, was it a timber company or something?
1: It was a, a S S L flagging company in Dawson's Creek british columbia someone my dad i guess works a company my my dad's company works well not my dad my dad did not own the company but the company my dad works with this company basically
0: any <laughs> any strung on them into doing it i didn't know well, there was, was a the dawson's creek in british columbia is that where the yeah. show dawson's creek is set no because that's named after dawson himself what's the town called yeah in that?
1: is it just called creek Maybe so. It's Dawson's Creek and Dawson's. But the is crazy the thing the about creek. the 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 flagging company is so my dad was with the 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 owner. Um, uh, uh his name's uh, Cynthia, I believe is her name, and um, she was she was the he he was saying she's the kind of person that just gives away too much money. So originally she was gonna give five grand, and my dad had to talk her down because he's like, you can't afford to give five grand and uh while that would have been awesome i am glad that this person isn't in a worse financial situation for donating to our to our stream
0: some people are just too generous for their own good
1: yeah i think that was what he might because my dad knows her that's what he was kind of saying
0: yeah well this show uh this show here cave goblin radio the original intent of it and in that episode zero we mentioned we play um original music submissions uh and i've got quite a number of these. For you today so why don't we move on to the first song now i'm going to be editing this after the fact for the audio release the release next wednesday so okay. every wednesday this isn't on get the audio release and i'll probably cut the songs out of that because i'll tell you i've never enjoyed listening to a podcast and having to do a musical break but uh here we go we're <laughs> gonna go this is uh ben Cottrell with won't be with you from the album velvet regret volume 1. And let's open up YouTube. And here we go!
2: On a country road in the middle of the night, and you're way too stoned to be done there But I won't be with you. You and your pack of pitching wolves stare snarling at me and they back into a hundred foot hole. But they don't scare me. Oh no, I won't. Oh no, I won't. Oh no, I won't be with you, baby. Be terrified by this thing that you've become. I wish that I was sorry, but it's hard to be. To watch your star burn out and fall so bitterly. But I won't be with you, no. Oh, no, I won't. Oh, no, I won't. Oh, no, I won't be with you, baby. You must have missed her.
0: that was won't be with you by ben cutrell i realized as uh as we were rolling then i don't have a way of seeing how long is left in the song without hovering over the screen like some kind of first year university professor (laughs) uh so
1: oh that's always the best like the autoplay like professors have not figured out how to deal with autoplay yeah at least when i finished university a couple months ago
0: oh yeah um let me just finish shouting out this song and then i want to talk about that a little bit no no worries at all i'm I'm a big (laughs)
1: sidetracker.
0: that's perfect because i'm gonna i've got to fill up about 45 more minutes so um (laughs) okay i'm just posting in the chat if you're watching this live at ben cultural music on instagram um that's how you can uh find that artist um so every every artist submits these songs themselves that was a good video actually i really enjoyed that song mm-hmm. um i haven't listened to any of them yet um we're gonna find out the hard way if that's a bad idea probably live <laughs> we did have one that i, I probably know, won't a good... name during the last uh time we did this that was had some pretty bad messaging uh re-mental health and medication it's... and not taking said medication um
1: uh-oh <laughs> Lesson learned.
0: we won't play that song again um but yeah so you no. just you just graduated from ubc
1: yes i mean i've done class i still i gotta wait till november to officially graduated but all my classes are done
0: and uh were you majoring in journalism i know you were the the editor at the ubc is that right
1: yeah, so I was the, the blog and opinion editor, so I was in charge of two sections, but I studied English, English Lit was my, my, my degree.
0: So as, a, as an opinion editor, um, what, what does that entail? Because uh, when I did some writing for Discorder, which I know is tangentially affiliated, most of the editing was just uh, my, my grammar and facts. But how do you edit mm-hmm. someone's opinion?
1: Yes, this is this is the this is the hard this is the hard part about the job, and um, it's well. This is the thing where, like, you see, even like professional like professional opinion editors don't know how to do. Where it's like, hey, just because someone uh, outside entity is writing this, you got to make sure that the all the facts are straight. Um, so, like, you wouldn't say like. Of course, in extreme examples there have been many you get many, many letters that you are completely unfit to publish because they are in incredibly bad faith, you know kind of um, you know use your imagination what bad faith might mean and uh, but like telling people for the, the most that
0: medication kind of thing
1: yes, yes mm-hmm. and um, actually the uh, the writer of that song sent a letter and I think maybe that's what inspired that song was the letter I reje- That's I actually how for. we met. Yeah, exactly but yeah so you don't really try to edit their opinion you guess you try to edit their argument and so you kind of become a little bit more adept at the kind of rhetorical things that are happening in like an opinion letter and you can disagree with it of course and but just be trying to be like okay but is the, are are these arguments sound are these facts that you're bringing up correct and um and yeah that's kind of like the main thing there as long as yeah, yeah
0: what's the uh, wildest submission that you've had that made it to print
1: That made it to print yeah hmm. it's a good question usually like luckily the ones that make it to print aren't usually that wild um one that i feel i mean you get sometimes ones that are like related to international events like when there was um like when venezuela was like peak um peak you know in the news Mm -hmm. um from the last i I think before yeah yeah so yeah when venezuela was happening um got a letter that was someone getting upset at the the social justice center at the university um, basically, penning so it was like a response to their letter that was in support of, um, or maybe not in support, but anti-U.S. imperialism. So this yeah. that, that that sort of happens a lot, where you get because a campus entity makes a statement, this international politi- political thing that is like incredibly complex becomes now a campus issue and is is can be published. So that's 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 an example
0: right so i mean I, I noticed your hesitation when i asked that uh, about uh that made it to print so i feel like maybe you had one in the barrel for a wilder story that didn't make it to print
1: oh my god so yeah so yeah so campus i mean I hey, hate there's a lot of people on campus um, the ubc campus had a uh the you know the ubc free speech club which wasn't an officially recognized club more so like a collection of people that called themselves this um so they would send stuff and one, every, every once in a while it would be like it'd be like in good faith and the argument would be okay so you you could get away with publishing it so but um there's a few that they've sent in there's one there's this one guy i don't know if i should say his name because I, I don't want to give him more publicity and he'd my, love what, it what's a, what's but, a fun uh,
0: name for him that isn't his name
1: his name is as ridiculous as uh Wilhelm Spetzel like he's not German but he has like a very like comically German name okay. and um <laughs> and uh he would just he's like the like he's the one of the guys that once he once he talks to you he tries to put this um because he sent a letter I forgot exactly what it was but it was completely unfit it was like you know like anti-free speech and feminism is you know all this you know just the classic the classic points but Mm -hmm. is the guy once you start talking to him and you kind of start
0: oh i think we were unraveling
1: what he actually believes in you just realize how heinous sorry
0: oh i i was just saying i think we might have lost you but as i started saying that your audio cut back in
1: Uh, oh okay yeah so we were saying heinous sorry what yeah once you start talking to him you kind of realize how bad um and how you know just but yeah some of the opinions can be uh that he actually pulled that he doesn't immediately go to and um yeah and uh so he was he was an interesting i say interesting uh maybe diplomatically
0: <laughs> so this guy was like a a, a frequent write
1: frequent writer frequent would come into the office and be like hey um why aren't you publishing my letter that's censorship and i'd be like well no because you're saying this horrible thing about say indigenous people in canada or physically come into the office yeah but he would never be like aggressive he'd just be like just like what's and he's the the kind of guy that would be like hey tristan how's it going oh i love that sweater it looks very you know and then as to like ingratiate himself and then once you start getting down to it he's he's uh like yikes
0: i mean it, isn't that exactly how fascism takes its hold they come in hey, yeah. with the nice uniforms <laughs> and then before you know it I'm not, I, before you know what you're on a train
1: yeah i'm not gonna say hey i'm for the sake of the uh, we're on a live medium here, so I'm not going to say that he is... Well, we're not, not, we're gonna, not beholden may...
0: to a, uh, a government university body here.
1: Yeah, this is true. This is true. Yeah, um, that's definitely one could say that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we also uh, are prepared to take some callers on here. If you'd like to call in and you're watching live right now, just uh, type exclamation point discord in the chat. Looks like Talia's already done that for me, and uh, Talia will get you started. Um, there's some minor Dude. vetting in there, um, but yeah, do we, do we have a call already, Talia? It's you.
1: I'm curious if you ever figured out how that uh, person, what brush tattoo that person got. I don't know if they ever answered that. I missed it.
0: A brush tattoo. Brush.
1: Rush. tattoo. No, the rush. Tattooed. They didn't. They say they got a rush tattoo on their butt for or someone. Yes. Yeah, so
0: let's uh. Scroll up and have a look at that. It's just Bit the logo, that, and it. I don't think he won. So he got the tattoo uh, of the Ru- the rush tattoo. So and it, didn't win. It uh, looks like we've got a caller ready. Oh, um, caller online. All right, caller, you're live. Hello, caller. Oh,
1: g'day. Oh, hello.
0: Uh, g'day, g'day caller. Um, I, I see you're trying to uh, relate to uh, the the Australian host here. Um, what can we call you?
3: Uh you can call me Baz.
0: All right, Baz. Baz. Baz Cook. Baz Cook. What's yeah. that short like... for?
3: Uh it's short for Barry. Barry Baz. Nice. I prefer Baz. Barry is my father's name.
1: Are oh. you Australian, or or was that you? Is this a? Are you? Are you? Are you, are you making fun of the host?
3: Nah, nah. nah. I'm true blue, Fair Dinkum from down under.
1: Because I, I will warn you, I have Ow. incredibly
0: thin skin, and I will cry live on air. Yeah,
1: and I'm a sympathetic crier, so if Xanthi cries, I'll cry.
3: Oh, we don't want any tears falling out here.
1: So, uh,
0: have you got any any questions for us today, Baz, or or is it Baz Junior? If your dad's name is Barry too?
3: Nah, nah, nah. I know. I'm I'm no Junior. Uh yeah, I've got I've got a question for both of you. I um. Uh... Yeah i'd like to know a little bit about perhaps what kind of what kind of music you would like to see on this here uh cave goblin radio
0: well that's a good question tristan why why don't you uh take that one
1: what kind of music would i like to see well last i checked you hear music <laughs> um oh that's a great hey. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah you got me there mate i guess um... oh
0: my, mile a minute with this guy you
3: can see music uh, yeah. with the right uh with the right friends.
0: Okay,
1: that's true. Um what kind of music? Hey, I, I'd like I like I like anything. I like I like music that has uh like a rhythm that I've never, you know, heard before. Some like a funky rhythm. That's that's yeah, like that sort of stuff. Like something really syncopated
0: been... and weird.
1: Yeah, yeah, like uh like um world music. Yeah, world it's music it's a weird weird phrase eh?
0: it is isn't it because the music that's not world music like the popular the stuff that's on your uh discover weekly usually comes from england america and australia yeah and uh
1: and sometimes yeah and
0: canada and canada yeah there's a lot canada, of canadian musicians well. we can't mentioned canadians we mentioned rush mere moments ago
1: rush yeah. big one
3: so perhaps if Baz, you, someone... what do you
1: uh, Sorry, I keep interrupting you. Sorry, Baz, continue.
3: Oh, I was just thinking something different. Maybe, like, if you gave a ukulele to a possum.
0: If you gave a ukulele to a possum.
3: See what happens? That could be some good tunes.
0: Now, you're you're Australian. Are we talking a uh, brush-tailed possum, like the cute Australian kind, or an opossum, the American kind that's, like, a big, cute Halloween rat?
3: Well, I always default to the cute Australian kind, and I think it's up for debate about whether or not opossums oh, are cute. Um, I think they look a little bit, a little bit festy myself.
0: Yeah, but I, I, aren't they, the <laughs> but cutest or, people a little bit rough around the edges too?
3: Yeah, but possums aren't people, you know. I hate to be the one to say it.
0: Controversial That's take. That's true. I don't know. That I, is uh, true. I don't know if I... we stand for that kind of a uh, possum slander on Cave Goblin Radio. All
3: right. All right
0: tristan you were saying
1: oh um i'm just uh, I, I i'm not realizing that the opossum and possum are, are different creatures i thought that was just a way of saying the same thing
0: yeah see i used to get confused about that too i think when i first moved to australia in uh 1997 um because i had heard possum and always thought of the american rat possum but an Australian brush-tailed possum is quite a cute creature. It looks sort of like a marsupial version of a lemur, I would say. If, okay. If you were to look that up. Um, I've That's made friends cute. with quite a few of them. They they very often will uh move into your uh attic space in your house.
1: Oh, um, yeah, these are cute.
0: And they cause a lot of problems. But if you smear a bit of peanut butter on an apple slice, you can get them to come right up to you. They'll love it.
3: I mean, I reckon will wow. come right up to you with a bit of peanut butter on apples last to Look, be
0: honest looks like we got another it uh, looks
1: the most yeah i agree I'm with most people
0: looks like we got another caller has has oh. jumped in um Hello. well hey, hi jesse jesse right you, going yeah yep cool i mean i know your name i don't have to pretend that i don't
1: <laughs> yeah that was weird because i've seen i know you guys <laughs> know each other so
0: it was weird um just just real quick, uh, Baz, it's been a pleasure talking to you. I'm sure this won't be the last time. We're just going to um, bump you off and make make room mm. for the other caller. I'm, I'm thanks for calling in.
3: Yeah, of course. Thanks for having me, Zanthia, nice to meet hey, you. Hey, nice Tristan. to meet you,
1: Baz.
0: All right. Cheers, Baz. All right, Jesse. Jesse, f- first time, first time. Hey, I guess Jessie. it's
1: the first show. Hey. Um, yeah. No, to to round out that rush tattoo story um i believe somebody else got like a tattoo of the like faces of the band member like across their chest or something like <laughs> this, and
0: they
2: ended up winning
0: and so,
4: if it I'm is
1: worthy right? of winning
0: <laughs> how many of them are, it's how many uh, of them are left alive is it alex and is it john the lead singer getty. what's that getty lee getty lee i getty always lee. think Jump yeah. or getty but that's someone else right
1: <laughs> i think so
4: it
0: must be getty yeah, john Link.
1: getty is the the all the money in the world guy
0: what what's that all the money in the world is that a song it was he
1: was like the he was like the richest man in the world there's like a movie based on it and his son was kidnapped john paul getty
0: right well i think of it every time uh he'll, he'll always be uh a modern day warrior to me <laughs> so jesse what we were talking about what kind of uh music people like to hear on here um what uh what kind of music are you hoping to hear on on this show
2: i mean i i would always love to hear some punk bands or maybe some indie rock or some hip-hop if we can find some good artists to come on uh kind of unfortunately for me in that one uh most of the bands i know that i'll be sending your way do not fit in those genres they're very good they're just not those
1: particular genres if if i wanted to send you a friend of mine i made a music video for a friend of mine but it has swears in it so swears, don't are, miss, encouraged.
4: And,
0: uh, swears swear are encouraged i have a swear filter that well, my... the most swears gets to the top of the list i'm just waiting for like marshall mathers to submit an, an original <laughs>
1: oh yeah <laughs> but uh but yeah if you're yeah, listening the, now the...
0: in answer to that question and sorry to cut you off tristan i'm uh hosting quite poorly
1: no i'm um, no, I'm, I'm being a bad guest.
0: So that's uh in the <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, we're gonna have to put you in timeout. You're gonna rack up some penalty points <laughs> in the fantasy league.
1: Being a bad boy. Uh
0: but yeah, Tali has just posted in the chat, bit.ly forward slash cave goblin radio, if you're just listening to this. That's the uh music submission. It's a Google form. Anyone could submit. But um just make sure you have the uh the copyright to said song and we'll play it on air
4: sounds great. oh yeah that's awesome
2: i uh i think i'm gonna take off but i'll make sure to share that
0: uh to my and reshare it to some of my musician friends all right jesse well thanks for calling in it always a pleasure oh yeah i'm sure Good i'll talk to, to, to you, you jesse talk to you tomorrow in um our other show cape golden party night yeah for sure i've been enjoying the stream so far thanks Good job both of you hey yeah, thanks hey Tr- i appreciate Tristan's it carrying a lot of weight here um, why don't we move into a, uh, another song and take a little break from uh, me talking over Tristan. Um, let's pull up. We've got uh, 2600, spelled 20600, with Perpetual Dusk uh, from the album The Cold Rise from Sleep. Uh, and if I recall correctly, this one isn't a video and I don't have my uh, video loops ready. So what we're going to do is we are going to watch their album art. And let's go into that now. thought i had a bit more time than that to talk it out uh that was that was 2600 with perpetual dusk and we're back on the air cave goblin radio with tristan wheeler and a uh, real quick shout out to twenty six hundred 2600.bandcamp.com uh, and i'll just be posting that in the chat momentarily what do you think of that one tristan
1: I liked it. I mean, I, I was in the uh, in the in the chat, and I think Rubber Possum, who might be, you know, might be someone we know, um, maybe maybe that's Baz's alter ego, uh, says it was feeling like a riding down a dirt road, going to save my enemy, who's now my friend, from the evil <laughs> capitalists stealing our town. And I liked this very apt. It had a very Mad Max sort of grungy revenge film vibe. I liked it.
0: It, it had that kind of even air of the sort of Korean revenge genre. Did you have you ever got into that?
1: That's like Old Boy and uh those sort of movies?
0: Exactly. I'd say Old Boy is the archetypical uh film from that. I think you could possibly even add uh in some ways parasite to that um mm. story genre now. I mean it's it's Korean, it features revenge. Um Yeah without giving too much away
1: well the guy the guy who did uh old boy and the guy who did i mean bong jun ho mm-hmm. um they kind of came up together right they're part of that uh, south korean i don't know if it has a name like new wave or new cinema or something like that in the in the late 90s to 2000s that was like a, a big thing there's a few few notable directors that don't come to my mind at this point that were kind of all that kind of very like yeah like that grungy very wild um wild movies
0: have you seen any any of the other ones like uh i think i saw the devil is there another one in that same revenge trilogy as old boy
1: no i actually have not seen old boy or any of those ones i know this is they revoke my uh movie fan cart i just haven't got a chance to to see that a few a few other ones like that like i haven't seen titanic well you're not missing other, out but a i've much seen, like titanic film the dark
0: i feel like titanic (laughs) kind of started a trend of pushing cinema in the wrong direction um Mm. you know with the big budget thing there's that story about james cameron just screwing over that entire cgi studio because he disagreed with the kind of seagulls that would be in the first scene where you see the titanic in the in the bay so Mm. they have the titanic there at the bay and everyone uh everyone boarding it and there's these seagulls flying around just briefly for a few seconds in the distance and he's like those are the wrong breed of seagull they don't exist there and like yeah they sorry mr cameron they do and um he insisted they change it but because they had already worked on a lump sum basis they then have to keep working doing overtime without getting paid extra because they've already uh. won on the lowest bid against other cg firms to replace the uh seagulls which ended up being wrong and I think they ended up getting cut anyway. Anyway, that's my main takeaway from Ugh. Titanic. One thing I'd say about Old Boy, uh two things even is don't bother with the uh Americanized one and try not to learn oh, wait, anything with about Brolin? it. Josh Brolin? Yeah. Didn't Spike Lee make it or something?
1: Yeah, it's a very weird like it's got Josh Brolin, it's yeah, Spike Lee's the director mm-hmm. and um what's it Charlotte Copley. Really? Um, district nine is the bad guy yeah
0: he i love shelter copley though he was the originally supposed i kind of i like him too i think i've mentioned this actually in if you're listening to this the most recent episode of van x van which is on the same feed as this uh, that shelter copley was originally supposed to be rocket raccoon but they wanted a bigger name on the poster oh that would have been fun
1: damn
0: you don't hear a south african yeah accent he very often
1: and then was it bradley cooper right like come on like he's fine
0: he did a good job but it's this trend because yeah. this was uh when i was interviewing tana zipchan we were talking about this trend of uh non-voice actors playing voice acting roles just to put their name mm. on the picture to get bums and seats and it's really right. just about selling the movie rather than making the best cinematic experience which is a exactly
1: like well like did they need did they need was it vin was it vin diesel to be groot like was that necessary like
0: i mean i do believe that vin diesel is an artist um oh for sure legitimately unironically but yeah he didn't need to do that why didn't they get like d bradley baker or someone like a a, yeah a voice actor um totally but let's let's switch back to uh radio pizza party uh how did that all get started
1: um yeah so me and jack um we were friends we were kind of like first year roommates at UVIC. we both went to ubc in our second years and uh we were like oh we gotta do a rape we should do a radio station we're funny guys you know this is like the ultimate like every guy says this we're funny guys let's like if someone was just recording this um so then we uh were, you you're know like after you're a long time right to...
0: now Tristan.
1: <laughs> um, and uh, we were spent a long time trying to figure out the the idea for it. And it, the idea that we eventually picked, which didn't end up sticking, was we would kind of come up with a topic on the spot. Like we had a hat full of subjects, which would then get um, picked from. But that doesn't last a whole lot. It doesn't last long when you pick one and you don't have anything prepared for an hour's episode. And then you're like, uh, and it's live, too. So you you can't be like, all right, let's reconvene in a little bit here. Um, so it kind of just slowly became a variety show. Just we'd kind of be like, let's talk about this. Let's do this dumb idea for a game, this idea for a segment. Um, and uh, it just, yeah, I, I think the best way to describe it would be, yeah, it just kind of became a random variety show where me and Jack spoke like people who Hated being on the radio, but loved talking.
0: What What does that mean?
1: <laughs> I don't know. I just kind of hated being on the radio.
0: I, were you t- constantly but, talking about the stress of uh having to actually run the uh run the show?
1: Yeah, like we would, like, like the thing what we would always do would just like, like the joke of it. I guess, like, you know, if I had to like look back and like apply a joke to it, was that we were very much characters i guess you know the heightened versions of ourselves which is very true to our real selves we're like constantly being like oh uh turn off the mics uh and then we'd like talk and mutter to each other and then be like uh i kind of hate this guest yeah me too and then the person would obviously be hearing it and stuff and he's usually our friend so it's like you know no one's actually everyone's in on it but it, yeah it was very bit heavy
0: i definitely caught a lot of that in the uh in the charity stream especially when it got a bit chaotic when you had something like eight or nine people in the voice chat at the same time
1: <laughs> it, it became so chaotic there's a clip i i've been uh i've been meaning to upload it but it's been my life's been crazy with moving and stuff of of yeah like at one point we do every year we did so our first episode we are yeah first episode we did our first episode so our first anniversary we did a commentary of that and at first that first episode, and then the year after that, we did a commentary of the commentary, and then the year after that, we did a commentary of the commentary of the commentary. So then, for about an hour and a half time on the actual stream, we did a commentary of that, which as soon as the people started talking, like in the commentary and in the thing, it just was like bonkers chaos and everyone lost it and was like i don't know who's talking is this jack in real life is this jack from five months ago is this it it was just like
0: you're hearing your voice at the pre-recorded voices
1: (laughs) yes it was it was like one of the hardest i laughed in a long time because just immediately as soon as we turned it on it was like everyone started freaking out like everyone that was on the, the call at that moment was like this is so stressful what's going on ah and everyone was doing that same thing it was like such a funny chaotic moment
0: so you also played a lot of games on radio pizza party um i know yes. we talked about this uh off air um a week or two ago but um when i first moved to canada i was listening to a lot of citr because i was uh, trying to get my own show on there um which actually eventually turned into what you're all watching right now this all started from there but uh the first thing i ever heard when i tuned on to citr was radio pizza party and you you and jack were playing um uh would you rather and uh, the very good comedy bang Bang bang-esque version i could say like Mm -hmm. both your show and uh and uh my early show as well uh very heavily influenced by um scott ocherman and and his works what what are some of sure. your favorite games you played on Radio pizza party
1: oh man so a lot of the games that we play on that show would be like the name would be the joke and the fact that we're doing it is the joke like we did this one i forget i think i came up with it because i think jack hated it was what's gross and what's gross? um <laughs> what's gross and I made a little drop for it, which had like sounds of like macaroni being stirred, and then like a, p- a sound of, I think it was Star Wars or something, because it was like the highest grossing movie of the year. And we just talked about what was gross, and it's like obviously that's not good radio, but just the fact that we're doing it is one. Um, we've we've done a, um, I, 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 yeah, that that one comes to mind as like a very very dumb game idea.
0: So would you say you're sort of uh heavily inspired by anti-comedy like Steve Martin and Andy Kaufman sort of stuff?
1: Yeah, I think I think I think that's like that's definitely personally I can't speak for Jack too much but I think that's very much like my wheelhouse is very like dumb but knows it's dumb but is still dumb kind of <laughs> humor.
0: Yeah, it's, you get into so many layers of irony that you wonder even in the first place how you got there
1: exactly yeah exactly there are many times during radio pizza party where one of us had been like this sucks like this is so dumb (laughs) like you know saying that even which is even funny in and of itself just kind of of takes yeah this whole thing is ridiculous yeah exactly
0: how long do you think you were doing it before you went from the stress of doing it because you know i've done live radio i'm doing this live right now i've been doing live jonas for a couple of years um mm-hmm. and i'll get stressed leading up to it i get anxious did that ever go away for you doing radio pizza party or were you always thinking like we're gonna hit 15 minutes and run out of shit to say
1: um i think i think like I, the the nature of the show was super conducive to like like it was kind of self self-refilling like just it's based purely on me and jack's energy versus like the other person like the guest or guests i'd like that you say versus
0: specifically
1: yeah (laughs) yeah and um but in terms of being nervous it took up until i don't know definitely a couple months and then there was a time where our show got extended from an hour to an hour and a half and we both were kind of like that was no, yeah, I mean, in retrospect, it might have been, but um, it would be like, we'd be like, oh, this is, um, oh, we got this. We'd be, and then as soon as that first hour's up, we're like, we just, you know, all the energies, like we're just like tired. It's usually, you know, almost, you know, it's like seven thirty at night at that point after a long a whole week. It's so it kind of had to adapt to that as well, but luckily i mean you have to deal with all the tech stuff too which is like super stressful whereas in studio they kind of really walk you through it which is nice
0: i found that uh people generally seem to understand with streaming and because you know i've got some good hardware here as you can see in the background but Mm -hmm. it's been a process getting to this point and you know there's only so much a computer can handle like 10 minutes before we went live today my computer blue screened um and so Mm -hmm. talia had to uh had to my producer Talia, um, it's the, the as I was saying, the Roz to my Fraser, had to message message Tristan and let him know what he's going on. But you know, this is this is bad content right now. So this like bad content and talking about bad content. Are we kinda doing radio pizza party right now?
1: A little bit. We're just missing yeah, Jack. I think Yeah, we're just missing Jack's like um yeah, Jack's like kind of detached irony and uh, my exuberant uh, naivete. He's kind of uh,
0: (laughs) the strike guy in the duo, right?
1: I I don't know, it's hard to say, because I think Jack is a lot of the times funnier than me. Um, I think I'm just a little more of a higher energy person, but he will like just kind of say something and it will like flatten the room. Like he's one of those types of guys that just kind of waits and then, right? He doesn't, yeah, he's just kind of that lower energy. I'm just, I think I'm too excitable.
0: This is completely non sequitur, but I've been actually meaning to ask you this since I met you. Has anyone okay. ever told you that you look like Peter Sarafanowicz?
1: Peter Sarafanowicz? No, I've never heard that. I do you know I've who got that a is? lot of. I do from. Uh, I knew exactly who he, he was in Shaun of the Dead. He's like the Tick.
0: Speaking of Guardians of the Galaxy, he's in that.
1: He's in that. I have never heard Peter Sarafanowicz. I've heard. I I think I have. I think I get compared to a many white actors with brown hair and kind of like crookedy noses, like noticeable noses. Like I've gotten Justin Trudeau, I've gotten Hugh Grant.
0: Justin Trudeau I've is a gotten... bit of a, a mean one. Hugh Grant at least was like a heartthrob. I guess Trudeau's <laughs> a heartthrob to like Melania Trump.
1: Yeah, I was like, it was like when, when, when he first was campaigning, 2015, I had longer hair and um, no one knew what was going to happen. <laughs> and he was like, you know, he was the good guy against Stephen Harper. But uh, so it was a little more nice then. But uh, yeah, no, for sure.
0: <laughs> well, you actually uh, sent me a song submission yourself. Um, that is a submission. Uh, it's a song by a friend of yours, but you made the video. Is that right?
1: Yes. Um... Yes. My friend uh, Nick Morgan, a.k.a. Senior Booth, he made this He's made two albums of, um, you know, like Neil Sisariga, like Mouth Sounds, like that sort of style, like very mashup, very kind of hilarious, but also he's a really good musician. So he's able to kind of put actual yeah, musicianship into these songs, like this song in particular. There's a few moments where you, after like the kind of joke wears off, you're like, damn, this is, at least personally, like, damn, this guy's got, uh, there's some musical chops here. It's not just wacky, wacky, wacky stuff.
0: Well, I'm excited to hear it. Let's go into it now. Um, I'm so glad we've got the fiber into that now. Oh yeah. Uh, More music videos need to have a big thing that says finished right at the end so that I know when to turn my microphone (laughs) back on.
1: Exactly. That lets you know, because if you don't, then you're just sitting there waiting and waiting, and then you realize like 15 minutes later that it was done and no one told you.
0: Exactly. Um, So uh, that was Livid by Senor Booth. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. Yes. Um, Can you tell us a little bit about, so you made that video? You directed that video?
1: Yes. Yes. I did. I made this video. Yes.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, I said he tells a little bit about that, but I, I said it in uh, such oh, a way for that sure. made it inaudible.
1: Um. No. Yeah. I don't know. It's like uh, it was one of those ones where I heard the song that my friend, he'd made it like a year ago. And um, I just had this this, for whatever reason I had this image of someone walking through the streets with picture like old clips I just it kind of came to my mind fully formed in a weird way and um, and then it was kind of flushed out as we uh, as me and my friend Johan um kind of cruised around being like oh what if we did this now okay what if we what if we did this and uh, yes and then we uh, we filmed that and I think it was March or something like that
0: Is that Johan in the video or Samuel booth himself?
1: um no no that yeah that's that's johan but my friend nick who lives in he lives in castle grace from my hometown and um he made the music and uh me and me and johan filmed it in vancouver
0: i think uh yeah so we we had the mics muted you don't have that luxury because i haven't figured that out yet um during that song and Mm -hmm. talia recognized main street um did you get hassled at all walking down the street pretending to drink or is it the second you've got the camera there
1: I think the camera thing is useful um there was some like some like teens you know teens and uh they were like hey how's it going? What, what are you filming and Caroline, then they like ran honestly. into the, the frame and then I was just like I just was like kept filming and then after as I was walking away they're like oh uh what what were you filming it was that for tv and I just told him it was a snuff film and he was like oh cool <laughs> and <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, he just pretended to know what that was.
1: Yeah, exactly. He's like, oh, cool. I'm like, you don't know what that means or else you gonna...
0: <laughs> Speaking of like the getting away uh, with stuff while you're filming it, I remember when I was in film school, um, I was helping someone else on their project after I'd finished mine and we were filming a like a Coke deal downtown in Perth mm-hmm. um, or the CBD as we call it in Perth, the Central Business District
1: um of course
0: yeah exactly and now cbd is obviously a much more popular acronym for something else um i don't know for what sure? it no is. i thought it was for
1: the same thing i always thought it was related to the central business district nothing
0: helps you relax like the central <laughs> business district
1: a, a good bullish market puts me puts my mind at ease exactly
0: but yeah even some cops walked past we're in an alley but they saw the camera and just kept walking and i just thought like why aren't people doing this for real
1: Oh, just carrying around a camera and doing crimes because people think it's fake
0: <laughs> yeah i mean i'm sure people yeah. have done that. it's like if you put on a high visibility vest and a hard hat yeah. and you walk into a building you can take a tv off a wall and no one no one will stop you
4: yeah
1: like do you think you could hold up a like a liquor store being like this is for a short film <laughs> and then you're like give me all the money give me all the money and then you just don't you just walk away
0: well there's only one way to find out i guess
1: truly hey listeners i'm not saying do this but
0: but maybe you know if you're not doing anything else
1: uh... if you're not doing hey this is a parody but
0: exactly it's like maybe try it out in minecraft is a phrase (laughs) you're seeing a a lot at the moment with all of the current goings on and uprisings and things um but exactly anyway i think that's a good a note as any to end it on thanks so much for coming on today
1: Oh of interested. course. Well thanks for having me on for number one.
0: Yeah. Um that will never be taken from you. You'll always be the first guest. You'll be like ah. that the the cleverest YouTube commenter posting first. Oh
1: yeah. <laughs> I remember that. That was such a that was such a huge thing in YouTube, I remember. Now you don't really see people worrying about that anymore.
0: I did it in a Discord server the other day. I got invited to a fresh Discord server and I posted first. But um Oh yeah. Anyway, have you got anything to plug on the way out?
1: um i got a few things uh, i mean like my twitter Bone underscore wheeler on twitter is a good place to see what's what i'm going on me and my friend thomas ellison are going to be releasing a movie podcast um coming soon um next week on the filmmaker david cronenberg so cool. it's kind of was kind of it was a bit of a quarantine project and we're keeping it going and then yeah just follow me on twitter i don't know i'm we if you haven't hey employ me if you need a writer <laughs>
0: in toronto or remote in toronto
1: or hey, or remotely
0: great well i'm definitely going to exactly. check out that podcast um i'd like to learn more about cronenberg um thanks for listening everybody uh we'll be back here in two weeks with an extra special guest i haven't been given the clearance to promo it yet so you'll just have to uh find out if you want to call in make sure you're in our discord um which you can find at the link below or on cave Uh i've been xanthia Vandelay. Um and this has been Cave Goblin Radio on the Cave Goblin Network. Goodbye. Oh yeah.